Hello, my friend. I hope you're having an amazing day. This is a celebrity chat. Hooray. And this week is one of my local celebrities who I actually get to meet in real life on a regular basis. This is Christine Fernandez, and she started the Toronto Professional Women's Network. And it was so interesting on how she started it and why she started it. She started it just because she wanted to connect with more people. Can you hear relationship wellness? And then it has grown into something even bigger. So check it out. Have a listen. Let me know what you think. And if there's someone you're itching to hear from, let me know. I would love to always look for new people to chat with. Take care, my friend. Have an amazing day. Hi, my friends. Welcome. This is the Back to Me podcast, and this is Heather, and I am super excited that you're here. You are going to hear some tips and some tricks and some ideas to help you live your happiest and healthiest self. I call it Back to Me because when you are taking care of yourself, Back to Me, then you can take better care of others, and we can all make the world a better place. This is Wellness Your Way, and I am super happy that you're here. I do love my Friday, my Friday episodes. Hello, my friend. This is Heather. And hooray, it's Friday again. And this is the Back to Me podcast. And it's our celebrity chat because Fridays, I bring in all of the people that I meet who I think are awesome celebrities in my world. They're all celebrities because I always learn something and I always take something away. And I want to share what they know with you so that you can learn something new too. And maybe it'll help you be more awesome, more awesomer. Is that a word? I don't know. But anyway, (laughs) so today it is a word. word. I just made it up. No, I'm pretty sure somebody else made it up. I won't claim, I won't claim it as my own, but today is Christine Fernandez. Yay. I didn't even write down that it was a Toronto professional women's. I keep wanting to call it. Toronto professional women. Yeah. Toronto professional women's group network. We. But you know what's interesting that when I go to the meetings, they're not, there's more than just people from Toronto. It's just a name, right? It's just yeah. a name. Yeah. So, Christine, so first of all, welcome, my friend. Thank you so much for having me. Such a pleasure. I've been looking forward to having you on. We've been into a few networking meetings together and had great conversations. I feel I like thought, I only really know you in person because I've I seen know. you in person a few times now. I know. Yeah. It's so funny. It's like, whoa, we're so used to the other way around, right? It's like now it's yeah, like in exactly. person is a real thing again, which is so nice. Yeah, I know. And I think the story of how you started this group is so interesting and um, inspirational of how just an idea can grow into something you even never planned on or expected. So can you give us a little bit of that back story? Yes, for sure. So I started the Toronto Professional Women's Meetup back seven years ago. I was working in corporate. I was uh, about good, almost 20 years in corporate. The last 10 of it, I was working in commercial insurance. And I just just felt like I needed to start meeting new women, um, uplifting women, because the corporate environment for me was just not cutting it. And I know we talked about this, Heather, right? We both come from the corporate world. Yeah, we do. Yeah, it just it could be so miserable. And I mean, there's some people that love it and they love what they do and they're there and, and all that. But for me, um, commercial insurance was very dry. <laughs> um, I, I, I didn't mind doing the administrative work and it's come in handy with organizing the events and posting them online and all doing the administrative work for my business now. But I always knew that I wanted to be an entrepreneur. And so I, I said to myself, I better get out there and start networking. And so I, I was looking for groups and places to go, but there just didn't seem to be many out there that um, were consistent, at least with their events, you know, weekly. I, so I just started my own. <laughs> um, that's, that's the perfect solution. I couldn't find what I wanted. So I decided to do it myself. Right. Yeah. And now when I think back as like that was a smart business decision, that's usually what you do when you find that there's like a lack of something in the market, you create it. Right. And were you looking for specifically women's groups? 
Yeah. So right. I was um, looking for that. Just I feel safer. I feel like I can open up more. And not that I'm against going to co-ed networking events. I do still from time to time. But I just love it when we women come together and we uplift one another and we share our stories. And that's what happens when in a lot of the networking events that I host. We open up and we share our stories. And it's just it's just really amazing to see what I've created. It's turned into something way bigger than I thought it would ever be. <laughs> You've got yeah. to allow, you've, you've got to allow, I was having a, a conversation earlier where someone like you can have an idea, one idea and you, you, you did this really well. It's like, you have like, this idea, but you allow space for like, I called it like a divine intervention, like, because what you imagine is limited to what you can imagine, but the mm -hmm. word, the universe could deliver way more than that. So you just let it do it. And you're like, yeah, that sounds good. That, yeah. And now it's like seven years later. Wow you've created like this big group of people. And the thing yeah. that impressed me, like I, when I went to some of the first live, I think the first meeting I went to might've been a live meeting, which is interesting for this day and age. And, yeah. um, and having been to lots of networking, like I've been to lots of networking over the years, I immediately went, wow, I really like this. This is great. Cause I was talking oh, to wow. people and they were all welcoming and oh, great. And I was joking with my husband because I said, you know, the conversations you have in women's networking groups are very different than other networking groups. And yeah. I told him one of the conversations that I had, and he's like, you talk about what? <laughs> I'm like, girl stuff, honey, girl stuff. <laughs> oh my gosh. But it was this woman's business. So it wasn't just like we started talking about girl stuff just because there was a bunch of women together. It was this woman's business was women's health. So yeah. No, it's so amazing the people that you get to meet and the conversations you get to have. And mm -hmm. I agree with you totally corporate. So the reason that I started the program that I like the, the coaching that I do is because mm -hmm. I recognize that women in corporate, the higher you go, and maybe you experience this, the higher you go, the lonelier it is because there aren't as many women around the to have a conversation with. Sometimes the women that are around aren't ones that you necessarily want to confide in if you're struggling with something mm -hmm. and you can't tell your guy co-workers oh yeah i'm struggling with xyz and you can't tell your spouse you're like i need a network of business people who understand me right yeah. <laughs> who i can have a conversation with I'm, I'm having trouble with this or i'm having trouble with this or what do you what did you do for this so mm -hmm. it's a great mm, opportunity i think for people to women to come in this have that available to them so yeah i totally agree with you it is it can be pretty lonely the higher you get um as a woman in corporate um the ceo of the company that i was working for in commercial insurance i worked for the biggest insurance company in the world so i was in the canada branch and the ceo was a woman and yeah. so i really really appreciated that part of um, the culture within the company um, that I worked in there. We actually even had uh, different uh, diversity groups within and we would meet on different occasions. And one of them was just for the women. So we would get together and it felt like one of my meetups, you know, us. That's awesome. Yeah. And when you started, like, I, I know you call it Toronto Professional Women's Meetup because you were in Toronto and back then even just just like back then seven years ago seems like oh it's it's actually not that long ago but way back then everything was live right yeah everything was live and i was doing two to three meetups a week for two years straight um and it didn't feel like work to me it was just me escaping corporate i would even go on my lunch breaks i would post it online the coffee meetup for one hour on my lunch break because i had our lunch breaks so I would go and meet the ladies on my lunch breaks or after work. And some of my most successful in-person events before COVID hit were the after work on women entrepreneur, um, social mixer, like after work drinks and exchange business cards. And right. I had hundreds of women coming into the Marche um, at Brookfield Place. Oh, yes. Because I said free apps, right? So everybody comes running. <laughs> 
appetizers, not applications, friends. Don't go yeah. looking for a free, a free download. <laughs> That's yeah. where, where do our brains go now to apps yeah. on the phone? How many apps you got on your phone? It is funny, you know, food will bring people in, but they, but you're, you don't grow this kind of a group just through offering free appetizers, right? <laughs> and there's way more to it, it than that. <laughs> it certainly helps. It grew my email list. One event, I grew my email list by 3,000. What? Yeah. Was that free a apps. live event? That was the free app one. <laughs> That's insane. That's insane. But where were you? Where were you finding these people? Uh, so I started on meetup.com. Okay. And then I moved over to Eventbrite. And so Eventbrite still today where I post all of my events. And it, it is the best platform if you want to advertise your events and grow your email list. Because with meetup.com, you don't own any of the emails, you don't see right. any of the emails. So I, I realized that after a while, because that's where I started. And I was like, okay, I need to move over to Eventbrite. And right. I love it. It's free too. Right. Which is awesome. And mm -hmm. you're, I was like, you were doing so many um, meetings with people. Like, I remember when we were, we had one just recently and you, you gave a number of how many networking meetings that you had run. I'm oh, like, yeah. how did she do that? But if you're running... What was the number again? Oh, over 300 at least. Over th it's like, if you're doing that many, I can see like you, you are just out there meeting lots of people. And I guess in the beginning, like it was just, you know, I want to meet people and I want to connect with people. Mm -hmm. And then when, what happened when we were suddenly not allowed to go anywhere? Did you suddenly see another big like uptick? beyond free appetizers <laughs> yeah, so it, everything changed obviously and it has for a lot of people in their business and careers right we're all now working remotely from home in the virtual space and so for me personally the virtual spaces opened up so many doors and, and now I host five virtual networking events a month and it's so much fun. I'm meeting women across Canada. Like BC, I have a few, my VIP members in BC, a few on the East Coast, um, quite a few in Canada. Most, most of us are in Canada, but we do have some joining from the States and other parts of the world as well. And I offer different times to join in as well. So like that accommodates everyone's schedule and uh, time zones. <laughs> and it's a really nice mix of their... I do find like there's lots of times to choose from there's virtual and there's live, which I really enjoy. And, um, I have been doing lots of networking online and you do meet some really interesting people. Like there's one lady I know who comes to the, our meeting, the Toronto professional, um, women's meetings from the UK. <laughs> she's, yeah. she's a treat really. Um, oh. and, I find that opportunity to like, in some ways COVID was, I, like I say this all the time, for some people it was awful and struggle, struggle, struggle and continuing. But in some ways um, it opened up so much more than we even thought could be possible in making connections with people, having new ideas, having new businesses emerge out of it. Right. And you mentioned VIPs. So I know we're going to talk about fulfilling life, business, and career, blah, 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 blah. I'm all over the place with my brain. But because um, you just switched recently, like you were offering this for free, for free, <laughs> and giving people free food. Yeah, and free food <laughs> for so well, long. I actually had people coming into my events and being like, what the heck? Like, do I need to pay here? Like, what's going on? <laughs> But when did you decide or what made you decide to switch it and make it a business? It took me a long time to move into that. And it was all mindset, uh, everything to do with how I grew up. I didn't grow up with a lot of money and my parents were not entrepreneurs. I always had the entrepreneur mindset. I remember I look back uh, to when I was a kid and there's one memory that I have where I just like, 
put up my own lemonade stand, like, and without even asking my parents, I don't know how old I was. I was probably not even allowed to do this. Right. Uh, <laughs> I just went and did it like at the, at the plaza by my house. Oh my God. The plaza. Like, cause I knew I'm like, there's traffic here. I'm going to sell lots of lemonade. <laughs> that's awesome. But that's me. Like I've always had that in me. Um, but then it's just what, people tell you, um, especially my parents, they would, I wanted to be an actress when I was a young kid. And they were always like, no, like, you got to get a real job, like anything arts, right? It's like, don't no, you need to get a real job. And so that's what I did. Right. Um, and, you know, for my boys, they're three and five right now. And I want them to do whatever it is that they want to do in life. If they want, I actually want them to be entrepreneurs, but if that's not their thing, they want to go and get their education. That's great. They can go become doctors, lawyers, whatever, but I don't want to put any pressure on them either. Right. I'd be like, right. you have to go and, and do this. Um, but I never got that pressure. Thankfully from my parents, like you got to become a lawyer or a doctor, like, cause I know I hear some people that's what they're going through is that sort of pressure. So I didn't have that, but I, I graduated with a university degree with loads of debt and right. living in downtown Toronto, couldn't find myself getting out of it because I was working. I was just working and I didn't really have much time for much else. So I just went went out and networked and met new people, inspiring women, hoping that one day I would meet the right person or eventually, you know, I was just focused on my, my own personal growth so that eventually, again, it goes back to that mindset. It totally changed after meeting so many of these women over the last seven years, a lot of them are like, Christine, like you need to charge. This is, this is not okay. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and we do get stuck in that. Like we do, I've been listening to a podcast um, and there's lots of, maybe it's just my feed. Like I keep getting all these money mindset things coming in, but we do have stories that we heard that were just passed down through generations, right? Mm -hmm. You know, yeah, you it is a generational thing. So for me, I feel like I'm breaking it on both my parents' sides, right? And that's very strong. And even to this day, like I've started monetizing my membership. And when I talk to my dad about it, he's like, now he's turning his head and <laughs> he's like, oh, wow. And my goal is to be able to have enough money to help help my parents out one day when they need it because it's uh it's really tough for them right now um especially once you retired and right really not much money there <laughs> so yeah if you so um i was listening to an analogy it's like some of the some of the people who are out there in the entrepreneur world are like you have to hustle 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 you have to do this and you have to work till your eyeballs bleed and he, this person made an interesting point. He's like, if that's true, then all of the people that you see working so hard every day and killing themselves should be rich. Right. Yeah. And, but they're, but they're not. And why is it? And it is usually a, like a, a mind, like I, mindset gets thrown around a lot. So I'm going to use it, but it's like, what do you think your value is? Mm -hmm. That's, that's where you're going to end up stuck. Right. Yeah. Um, and it's just, once you go, Oh, Oh, and then you start looking at it, you think, wow, how did I, then you start the, how did I get here? And you just reminded me when I was first doing massage therapy, cause I was, I like, I went from corporate finance, right. Into the health and wellness space. And this shows you what I, how I, what, like I, I think health and wellness is the most valuable thing you can have for yourself. Right. Yeah. But charging for it was a very strange thing to do. I remember mm -hmm. the first massage I gave as a professional, I was thinking, I can't believe they're paying me for this. <laughs> right. <Yes. laughs> like, can't believe they're paying me for this. Even though I had done two years of school and had lots of debt and had all of this knowledge, I can't believe they're paying me for this. Right. And one of my, clients was a lawyer and she came to see me all the time and one day she and she was like a very successful lawyer and she said to me heather the world is messed up 
you should be making more money than lawyers do. And I thought, really? (laughs) 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 Right? But it's true. Like, we get into this weird idea in our head, like, why would anybody pay for this? So why would anybody pay for networking? Hello. Totally, I would Mm -hmm. pay to go and meet new people. And it's not like I'm buying. I don't like I just had this thing pop into my head. No, I'm not buying friends. I'm paying because there is effort that goes into gathering these people together. And Mm -hmm. there's thought like you, you put thought into where do we have it and everyone's being included and how is it structured and mm-hmm. all of that. And, and um, money is an exchange of energy. So you're putting energy into that. It's only fair that we put energy back into you to keep the circulation going. Right. Yes. 100%. Totally agree with you. <laughs> yes. and then, you know, my ideas are always like popping out like popcorn. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I actually, didn't do this all on my own because that was one big thing over the years, over the seven years I really struggled with was taking it to the next level. I always wanted to. And like you said, I always just felt like whenever I did charge and I did occasionally be like, put $5 on my ticket. Right. And I would think the same thing. Like, I can't believe people are paying me. Right. <laughs> Yeah, but now um, actually having to launch the VIP membership, I actually um, invested in myself and I, for the first time ever, and this was really scary for me because it is venturing into the unknown. And for some reason, deep down within me, I was afraid of success. And I, and that's because I know what's involved. It, 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 it's hard work. It really is hard work. But like you said it earlier, hard work. There's people who work hard and they don't make much money for their whole lives. They're stuck. They're stuck, you know, with the salary that they're earning, but they want more. And I always wanted more. And so I realized I couldn't do it on my own. And so I hired a coach, business coach. Brilliant. Yeah. So it's not just me doing all of this, pumping this out. Like it's my coaches who are leading me every step of the way and just changing every single one of my beliefs into this is what you're offering. Christine is like a slam dunk offer, right? <laughs> That's what they call it a slam dunk offer. And it totally is. And we work on that together. Um, we worked on that for the past couple of months now, putting it together, putting it into words and, Oh my goodness. It's just a world of a difference. Um, and then just being able to offer something to women to be able to network. And that's, I know that that's something that so many of us are looking for. And I'm just so proud that I've put this all together. And it is super valuable. I mean, and this is, um, I remember this story about Picasso where he was like in a restaurant and he was sketching on a napkin and some woman came over and asked if she could have the napkin. And he said, you know, sure. Like $10,000. And she's like, it only took you two minutes to draw that. He said, no, it took me like 30 years basically. (laughs) Right. So when we look at the value of something, sometimes we value it as like, well, that was easy for you. So Mm -hmm. then Somehow we think if it was easy, we devaluate ourselves. And on the outside, it looks like what you did, what you do is easy because you're such a good networker, knowing oh, that there's <laughs> there's still lots of work going on behind it. But mm. um, you don't. So sometimes the thing that is the easiest thing for you to do can be that thing that creates abundance in your life, right? Yeah. Oh, for sure. It's following your passion. And I just like fell into this. I didn't have any intention of it being a business, but I realized, you know, the women would encourage me and uplift me and say like, Christine, this is your calling. You were like the master connector. Right. Um, Yeah. And I took me a while to even just to believe it because it just happened. And it happened with my hard work. I'm not going to say like, oh, it just happened overnight. Like it was. Nothing happens overnight. 
<laughs> yeah, but I've learned too also you have to um when creating your offer, you have to really spell it out for people like what are they getting? What is the value? And um that totally made sense to me because before old me would just kind of just put it out there but not really know exactly like how to frame it because it's all about framing it too it's about framing it in a way that when somebody's reading it, it's like oh yes i want this this is what i need this is for me it's about them right <laughs> beyond free appetizers <laughs> yeah. well, that is a value that's a definite value that's a definite value <laughs> add free appetizers but it yeah. is true um and then people like and um knowing understanding like how you're helping people like you you know you're trying to do this networking to help people and to help people connect and and mm -hmm. find a social network and a support uh, maybe support groups through the long words a circle but explaining that to people so that they understand it is a, is another skill to develop right in yeah. if you're doing your own business if you're a business person it's knowing mm -hmm. all of those pieces but i'm also curious like yeah. when did you leave corporate it wasn't oh. obviously it wasn't like when you first started this because this was like a just something to do it wasn't a business right <laughs> no it wasn't and in fact i was you know paying all those business ex those expenses business there are business expenses i was paying those you know subscriptions here like meetup.com and all these platforms that i was paying for to advertise my events and sometimes back then i used to pay for facebook ads but now they're just really expensive i know it's just not worth it anymore the but, algorithm's gone crazy like oh yeah we need a phd to do facebook ads these days it seems like yeah I'm like, you know what there's other ways to promote and that is why that's one aspect of my vip membership is that uh the women can not only network now with me but use the network that i've uh built over these years with all of these women that i've met in the networking sessions um to they can really leverage that now get in front of them and you know introduce themselves online without even actually having to go into a networking event because there's two two kinds of networking you can just you can network online in these facebook groups which is a really valuable resource if especially like say you have a, a niche market in your business you just search that in facebook and find those groups <laughs> right yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah there are tons and tons even linkedin has a lot of um groups in it for yeah. um i mean it's interesting i sometimes i say linkedin is facebook for professionals it doesn't yeah. operate totally the same way but it's true um and but it, now in the I, I haven't met everyone yet. Do you find yeah. that you have people who are just looking for who are not business people and are um, maybe still in corporate, just looking for connections and yeah, uh, a group? Yeah, for sure. There's there's a there's a good mix, but I feel like most of us are women entrepreneurs. Uh, but. I mean, yeah, that doesn't mean it's limited to just women entrepreneurs. There's professionals like me seven years ago was looking for a way out and looking for ideas, looking for inspiration and just wanting to expand their networks with quality top notch women. Right. <laughs> yeah. And then so so you when did you make that switch over? So three years ago, I quit corporate after my second son. OK. Yeah, it just made sense because I didn't want to pay for their both of their daycares for me to go back to, to work. It, it made no sense. In fact, it was my exit strategy. I was I always said to myself, like, I'll go on two mat leaves and leave them because that's how they always viewed me in corporate. It's like, oh, that girl, let's not give her a promotion because she's just going to get pregnant. And like that's she's going to start a family. She's going to be gone. Well, okay. I'm going to do that to you then. <laughs> okay. Self-fulfilling prophecy. If you think that's what I'm going to do, well, then that's just what I'll do. Right. I did oh it. Gosh. Yeah. I was just, and you know what, had they had a different mindset about me, had they said, given me the promotions, 
because I was always asking for them. I was never afraid to go into the office and say, like, I, you know, I, I, I think I need a raise. Like, <laughs> never That's got funny. So, so you didn't think that this business that you started, you didn't think that you were worth this business that you started, but you would go and ask for a raise. That's an interesting yeah. little juxtaposition, right? Yeah, that's true. That's so true. I always just felt that corporate was so unfair. Maybe it's just my generation. <laughs> that's how, what am I, the millennial? Yeah, I think I'm a millennial. Are so. you a millennial? Oh my yeah. goodness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those uh, millennial stereotypes. It's just like one of them is that we like to ask for the raise. And if we and don't get it, then we go elsewhere. And that's kind of how I was. Um, uh, I'd worked many different companies, different companies, um, but I'd stayed with this one the longest, the one that I, it was almost 10 years that I was there. So I like it there. Yeah. And it's funny, like having worked corporate and I think it's, um, and, and like I worked in the old school kind of jobs, um, corporations and, and professions where uh, I, like I was on the cusp of, you know, the, well, you work in the same job until you die. I'm like, I always thought, why, why would I do that? <laughs> yeah. you know, if, oh, I, yeah. if you don't like it, why would you, I'm not, I'm way far from being a, a millennial, but, um, mm. but it is like, you saw that slight change. Like there was a time like where people did stay in their jobs, even if they didn't like it, because that's what you did. And then mm. it was like the millennials just brought it full on. Like, no, I don't like it. I'm leaving. I know yeah. of some millennials who would accept a position and before they even started, quit <laughs> and take another one. I'm like, what? Is, it's true. That's yeah. a thing. Like I wouldn't, first of all, I would feel that was unfair. Like having been a business owner, I would feel like that would be so unfair. Like I have too much response, some responsibility. Like I, I went to see this psychic once who said I have an overinflated sense of duty. <laughs> Which I was hilarious. Yeah, apparently. It's, coming, it's from being the oldest of four children, I'm sure. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm the oldest too. Right? You have yeah. the sense of duty, right? Like, mm -hmm. but not to the detriment of your, you should never have that to the detriment of your health and wellness, friends. Right? No, no, that's so This true. is called back to me for a reason. <laughs> So you left, but the, you still hadn't turned it into a business. You just said, this isn't what I'm going to do anymore. I'm going to do something else. Yeah. So it, uh, so what really put the pressure on me to start the business was I quit corporate a few years ago to be at home with my boys and be more present in their lives. And then I just was like, okay, either it's coming time to whether like I need to go back to corporate or I need to start my own business. Like I have to make the decision now because I'm running out of money. Right. <laughs> yeah. And so I made the decision like, heck no, I am not going back. Like once you get a taste of getting away from it and I can, I was slowly building myself up in that period of time, like also getting used to being a mom and right. taking care of these babies, which they're still babies today. <laughs> um. I finally was like, okay, my time's freeing up a little bit more now. I'm going to do this. I can do this. And it's, again, comes back to the mindset. Right. Yeah. It's funny. I remember when I was in school, um, somebody made a comment at one point, you know, who are the most organized people? Moms. <laughs> As, yeah. Because you're organizing, you know, they're organizing their own schedule and what they need, but you know, there's also the kids schedules and possibly the spouses schedules. And, yeah. and if they run their own business, that's a whole other layer on top of that, of yeah. organizing that as an entrepreneur, because entrepreneurs, especially when you're first starting, yeah. you do, you do all the doings, right. <laughs> and yeah. at some point, hopefully you get some help in there to help you out. We were talking yeah. earlier before we came on how other things we get our spouses to do for us. <laughs> yeah. like, he's, he's an employee of my company. Yeah, I've got two employees, me and him. <laughs> right? That's true. I, uh, yeah, I was just talking to my husband yesterday. I'm like, 
you just need a course on taking photos because that's going to help us make money. Like, because I don't have any photos of me online and it's just, I really want to be more present online and, and show myself, show up as a leader. Um, just gotten used to going live in my group. I was so nervous. I remember we talked about that. <laughs> yeah, we did talk about that. Just do it. It gets better and better. It does. It does get better. And I still doubt myself um, a lot. And I was like, is that okay? Oh, that wasn't so good. But then you just learn from it and you move on and you just keep doing it. But I, at the end of the day, I got a really nice response. Like people keep coming back to tell me that um, I come across as very authentic. So that makes me feel so good. When someone says that to me, I'm like, okay, phew. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like, I don't know what people think of me when, when I go online. But you shouldn't care. <laughs> no, and right? it doesn't matter. That's the thing. That's, That's right. The thing. That's what we always forget. We're not going to get kicked off the island. You know, <laughs> we're not going to be sent out on the ice flow if somebody doesn't like us. And I mean, yeah. I was having a conversation yesterday in one of the, the groups that I'm a member of, and we're all coaches in that group. And this woman who I love, Shirley, if you're watching, I love you. And she <laughs> is like when she speaks, people stop. But she still she admits it herself. She still has imposter syndrome. People are hiring her to fly across the country to give talks. And I'm like, Shirley, she's like, I know, I know. But she like, she's a powerhouse, but we always have this funny um, little background thing yeah. that, that says, who are you? And, you know, yeah. it comes from somewhere comes from somewhere well, we all have experiences with people who judge us and come right at us and 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 can be really mean uh and i've had a lot of that scared, happen to me. right <laughs> yeah especially when you're younger it's yeah. uh, it happens and you carry that around with you and because you yeah. don't necessarily you haven't necessarily processed it in a way to go hold on they were not being nice they didn't have to be like that it was actually like this like I have I'm looking over here to my right because I have all these post-it notes to give me my inspirational thoughts and one of them says I am enough you want so you just that's like it's always hanging there I'm enough I'm enough I'm enough doesn't yeah. matter who loves me doesn't matter who hates me mm -hmm. I'm just I put my my intention is to put out what will be helpful for people and if it's not helpful for them, they can go find the person who That's can be helpful right. for them. Your vibe right? attracts your tribe. Yeah. You're not going to attract everybody. Hey, you don't want to. That's too many people. Yeah, that is too many people. <laughs> <laughs> that would be overwhelming. Being, like for the past month or so since I've launched this VIP membership, the community that's just growing through this membership is really like, those are my people that is my vibe and when i look at every single one of my members now i'm like wow this is amazing like these people truly believe in me and it means the world and it's like they believe in it's also like even beyond you it's they believe in the the idea community. of community coming together like yeah. sharing <clears throat> um yeah. like my intention when i meet people is always find out because i'm curious I, I have this crazy curiosity i want to know all about people mm -hmm. which is why also why i do these because i'm like oh i get someone for a whole hour to tell me all about them so i'm always asking all about them um and then i'm like oh i can help them with that oh i, I know someone who could help them with that because i just want to fill the world with i love that you know positive uplifting energy yeah. and if i can help other people lift up their energy then it's just like I joke about the shampoo commercial. I don't know if you'll remember it because you're a millennial and all, <laughs> but the, the, they told two friends and they told two friends commercial. And then the screen just fills with people because each time oh, it doubles really? and doubles and doubles. Yeah. I don't remember. Uh, that, that might've been from the seventies. So. I don't remember that one. Okay. You might not have been born. <laughs> okay. The only <laughs> shampoo ones I remember are like the herbal essences. The Timotei commercials yeah. where they're flipping their hair around. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so funny oh my gosh this is a total side story but when the, when i was in traveling in india we used to watch um 
in the hotel rooms, we could get BBC. And the ads were always for Garnier fructose. It's like, and there was always hair flipping. Like, is, do you have dull, boring black hair? I'm like, their hair is gorgeous. What do you mean dull, boring black hair? But that was the ad campaign yeah. at the time. Yeah. Total oh side God. note. <laughs> Go on, let's get away from the shampoo commercials. Yeah. The other post-it note I have is interestingly about how we sabotage ourselves. So, cause it's all ego. So if we, we will always have an ego, right? The ego mm -hmm. is the thing that's trying to protect us and keep us safe. But the problem with the ego, and this is what it says, your ego only sees what it can lose, mm -hmm. not what you can gain. So your ego is like, no, don't do that. What if they judge you? Don't do that. What if it's wrong? What if you make a mistake? What if, what if? And there, instead of saying, oh my gosh, how about what if they love you? What if it's the most brilliant idea ever? What if this is exactly what the world needs? And, yes. um, and I'm finding people are have come to this realization, I need people. Like if you do, they've done um, studies of the social determinants of health and having a social network is a big determinant of how healthy you will be. Um, and we've been kind of cut off from that for a little while. Exactly. Feeling so, so alone, right? Even in Zoom meetings. So Zoom meetings are a, almost a stopgap, but it's still not the same as being right. in the energetic space with other people, right? Yes. That's my goal with my virtual networking. And I finally, I feel like I've kind of cracked the code to make it as close to as if you were in person. So when I break you guys out into breakout rooms, I do like one-on-ones, right? And it's as though you would meet someone in person and you would have the chat and then you come back to the main room, you go back, you have another chat with someone else. And I'm, I'm you know, I am a VIP, by the way, everybody. Yes. Full, full disclosure, Yay. I am a VIP. I was like, yeah, I'll be a VIP. Um, yeah, I love it. And, and it's funny because some of the women in the VIP group, I know from other groups, but we do connect more in your networking meetings because it is just, you know, like Millie, who was on, um, Millie was on a couple months ago yeah. uh, talking about financial planning. It's like, yeah. we're, we're in the network meeting with you. Like, Millie, how's it going? It's like, you can catch up with someone. It's like, you know, each other, right? It's, it's so, so true. That's so right. Yeah. It's, it's so exciting that it's growing in that way. Like people from, not in Toronto can now join us. And if they want to join us in person one day, they can. They can come down and meet us at an in-person one. <laughs> and who knows? It could become with live events and other places at some point. Oh, like, for sure. Yeah. Uh, I want to plan a retreat. That'll be fun. Wouldn't that be cool? Oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm 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 actually dying to do it. Yeah. Because being a mom over the like my boys are three and five like I just dying to go away with the girls for a trip on the beach that would be nice I think we're all dying to get away <laughs> nobody's been on vacation right vacation what's that oh my gosh although I do know people who started vacationing I haven't vacationed yet me neither I haven't See, sometime maybe next year I don't know my vacation yeah. is actually going to the Stratford festival <laughs> oh nice when is that September well I'm going okay. in September but um the so you were unhappy I'm just gonna like unhappy yeah. in corporate and you've created yeah. this life that you didn't ever imagine Exactly. For sure. I did not imagine this for myself. I, I always knew that my life was going to change. Um, at the what time, do you think, what do you think? How do you think you knew that? That's like, that's a thing for people to go, I don't know what's going on in my life. Like, what was it a feeling or just a, what do you think it was? Yeah, it was, I've lived out on my own since I was 18 and things are always tough for me uh, financially, especially after coming out of university. And so I was never like in a good position to just come out with something. You know, some people just, they haven't made for them and they can just start a business because they've got, you know, say the parents who have money, who also have the entrepreneur mindset, who just set them up. 
which that's exactly what I want to do for my boys. I want to set them up. <laughs> right. It's right. funny that you say that. So I, my coach, cause of course I have a coach hundred percent. And he told me this story. Like sometimes we don't know what has caused a person to be able to just like step up there and do it. Mm -hmm. And he had a coaching client that he told me about. He said, she had this interesting way of looking at the world where she didn't ever ask permission or a, and she never cared whether she would succeed or fail. She would just go do something. And I feel like sometimes like we're talking about that mindset thing. It's like we, well, am I allowed to do that? <laughs> am I allowed to do that? And that's why I was trying to say, you know, what, what was it that made you think that, well, my life is just going to change. Like you just uh -huh. said, okay, that's it. I've decided I'm not waiting for my permission slip. By the way, anybody listening, this is your permission slip. Just <laughs> go, go. Like, don't ask for permission. If you have an idea, go try it. And who cares if you fail? Yeah. Because it's just information, right? But yeah. like, what made you feel like, uh-uh, this is, I'm totally going to do something new it was it was the networking like right. and i truly believe and stand by this that your network is your net worth okay. and i'm living proof like i am proof of that i came from zero and i started building my network and over six seven years my network became so huge i was like okay now okay <laughs> like, right. now i gotta do something with it um, and I didn't know what to do with it. I had to get a coach to get myself like set up so that I could start monetizing. And now I'm really starting to see the worth. <laughs> and to even see the potential of what you had, right? So you're like, okay, I did this thing. Now what? But knowing that, you know, that you could do, like you could see there was some potential, something mm -hmm. possible. And I always ask people, I like I always I have I have multiple coaches actually to be completely honest I have multiple yeah. groups that I belong to that I um, go out and bounce ideas off of but it's it is true that what you sur you surrounded yourself with um, the right people the right people yeah. and you saw potentials so bringing in you know if you're stuck in a rut mm -hmm. like one of the ways to get out of it is to go and try something. Get out there get out there with somebody or something different, a new experience to shift your brain into a potential, something, a new potential. So like we, if we can't imagine it, if you can imagine it, then it can happen. But if it's not in your, in your brain, like if it's not even a, something you could think of, then mm -hmm how can you make something that you can't even imagine? Do you know what I mean? Am I yeah. making sense? Yeah, no, it totally makes sense. And also like the, the fact that I took the initiative to do like three, two, three a week for two years, that was part of, that was the, like, that was what built the network. And I have to say too, that I always had a turnout at every single one of those events, like say, a good five ten each time right so if we do the math on that how many people is that right That's a lot then, of people then they tell their friends because if they had a good time at my event that's a lot too it just word of mouth and then it spreads it goes viral and also the the, the type of woman who comes out to one of these events who's like actually looking for this online it's like, yes, they've made that commitment. Yes, I want to get out there. I want to make a new connection. And I want to I want to be inspired today, right? And right. we all meet together and it's just such a beautiful thing. Inspiration can come from anywhere, right? Yeah. Um, and I, I remember when I first moved to Toronto because I didn't know anybody. Uh, it's like, what do you do? I had yeah. moved here with my partner at the time and we just started joining things because we didn't know anybody, right? It's like mm -hmm. find things that you're interested in and go out and participate and you won't, some groups will, you will connect with and some groups you won't, but right. um, it's a little bit scary. I know, especially if you're not a super social animal 
to go yeah. out and meet and meet new people. Yeah. But um, when I was in until hmm, really late in life, I was a really really shy person, like really shy, like really? so shy. Oh my god. Wow. Um, yeah. Like I was. I never ate lunch in the high school cafeteria once because I was afraid to walk into the high school cafeteria. That's how shy I was. I was like, what? someone might look at me. <laughs> I, know, I know you wouldn't believe it now, would you? Like, I, I, don't, just in, I don't believe it, but this can't be true. <laughs> it's because I, because I kept exercising that muscle. It was like, I'm going to barf. I think I'm going to barf. I didn't do it till after, till after university. I thought I was, I always thought I was going to be sick, but I would go and do things. Wow. that I didn't like doing because I was like, well, I want to meet people, but I don't know how to. So I was just like, okay, I'll go and try this. And then you would come out. Wow. I didn't die. Okay. Right. So a little bit, a little bit stronger. <laughs> Until, so till this thing, this thing that I am now was unleashed upon the world. And I still continue to, to work on myself all the time, but yeah, the, the best way to overcome something that you're uncomfortable with is to go and do it. Exactly. I still, no. I like for me, just the past two months have been all about me getting out of my comfort zone and Oh my goodness. Some days my stomach is like just completely upside down and like not good. And it's because I'm getting out of my comfort zone. And I recognize that when my stomach's upset, I'm like, Wow, I'm doing a good job at getting out of my comfort zone. <laughs> good job, good job. Yeah, That's so awesome. <laughs> and the other thing that can kill someone is expectations. So right. when you were saying, you know, it was interesting the framing. You said, "Oh, it was great. We had at least five people come out to each event." There's people who'd say, "I only had five people. Why would I even continue?" Oh yeah, right? That's true. I've heard so. A lot yeah. So, mm -hmm. you know, right now in social media, influencers, oh, I didn't get enough likes. Oh, nobody likes me. I'm like, Psh. <laughs> that doesn't matter. I mean, no, I always say as long as one person has gotten something from what I put out, that one person has gotten something from it. So I love the fact that you said, oh, it was great. We had at least five people. I'm like, wow, that's awesome that you mm -hmm. don't. It's like you have an expectation or an attachment to a, I want there to be a hundred people at this next event and there's 10, you're like, oh, I failed instead of, yeah, there was 10 people. Oh my God. And they connected so well and it was so great. Yeah. So framing is a big um, part of it. Yeah. It could be a upper or a downer. Like mm -hmm. how you frame your expectations can affect how you feel about, well, totally affects how you feel about your outcomes. Right. Yeah. And like, especially with in-person stuff now, after COVID, these crowded, crowded networking events, no good. I was no. at one that was way too crowded, like mm -hmm. way, even yeah. if it was not COVID, it was way too crowded. It's not, it's not, it's not like what it used to be like that before COVID would be really successful because back then the, the comfort zone with being close to one another didn't matter. Right now it does, and I've I've got some feed. I always ask for feedback after my networking events, and I, you know that was a huge challenge getting back to in person after COVID. Like I was nervous at my own events. I was like, I don't even remember how to interact with people in person again. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny that you say that. I went to a concert recently, Ludovico, the pianist, and. Mm -hmm. There was a woman, so it's quiet. He's playing a piano. It's one guy on a piano. There's a woman eating popcorn out of a <laughs> crinkly bag. I'm thinking maybe she's just forgotten how to interact in public. You're not, you're not at home watching TV. <laughs> you know, you're in a live venue. But we can exercise these social muscles. We can get back out. We can see people again. We can connect with people again and mm -hmm. surround ourselves with the people like yeah. Some people staying in a job is their perfect place for them. Yeah, for sure. And some people it's not. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't mean if you're in a job that you don't want a network outside of your, the business that you work in. Oh, and that's the thing too. Like 
networking is so important, even if you are in the corporate world, because say you want to move up and you want to be a manager, you'll move up to that manager position a lot faster if you network than if you don't, because you just want to surround yourself. It's all about, again, surrounding yourself by those people. So surround yourself with managers, find those managers out there, ask them, how did they get there? And what are the challenges in their position? And and um, you know, soon enough, you'll find yourself there too, right? It's all about manifestation too. You got to believe that you're going to be the manager. Right. And, and I do this for like, if you, if there's, a, if there's a job you want or a position you want or a business you want, go find those people and talk to them. Cause you might discover, Oh, actually that's not what I want. Yeah, <laughs> like they, yeah, that's right. Right. So everybody has this dream of what it's like to be an entrepreneur. And then some yeah. people enter it and think, Oh my gosh, this isn't what I actually want. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Or there's the other flip side where people are like, oh, I don't want to network and meet, uh, you know, say someone else who does the same thing as me because that's competition. Well, no, I don't believe that it's competition. I believe we should be lifting each other up. Bouncing ideas is a huge thing, too. And there are some types of networking where it's, you know, lawyers network with lawyers. Right. And accountants with accountants. And it purpose. is useful. Like I meet regularly with groups of coaches um and we are we are all coaches yeah but we're trying to help each other like i'll say i'm working on this program what do you think of this and they give me lots of ideas and yeah. one of the things ways to think of it is you can't like we said earlier you can't serve everyone because yeah. there's too many people and you're not for everyone which is yeah. good so yeah. like i i am my type of coach my friend shirley is a different kind of coach yeah. And somebody is going to want to be coaching with her and somebody's going to be wanting to coaching with me. And exactly. I would totally pass people on if I'm like, you know, you'd be better with somebody else. Yeah. Like I have no problem with that. And I think that's a better way to be than this. Like, I know everybody's for me and pulling everyone oh, in. Yeah, And we're tapping into referrals now. Like that's huge. I love referring people. I know so many people, but sometimes I'm like, wow, I really need to, these two people need to talk and I'll connect them. Right? I do that a I lot. Do, yeah, that's one of my favorite things to do as well. Yeah. So, cool. so just before we end, do you have any final words of wisdom for people? Oh, oh gosh. No pressure. Um, <laughs> I, I, I always drop this bond on people at the end. They're like, what? Um, I'm just so proud of where I've come like in just a short month and a half, like launching this VIP membership. And today's the final day for the founding member price, right? So I'm uh, moving ahead and going, following my dreams and my passions and helping women connect is something I just absolutely am so passionate about. So rewarding, especially when I see those connections being formed. And when, when I hear back, you know, this has been so worth it. Um, even just this short amount of time being a VIP, I, I'm, uh, I've made so many connections. I've already got my money's worth for this membership. Like, Oh my gosh, it's just, it's really coming together and there's really more coming. There's so much more coming, um, your way, um, beyond the membership. Uh, I'll be, I'm excited to offer more, um, some freebies, some free trainings. And um, we have like a, a Facebook group just for the VIP members, right? So I feel like, oh my gosh, like I really need to get that going too, like in the group, right? Get the conversation so much going. going on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, what so, I want, so what I think people should recognize is even though it's not, what you imagined, like you just allowed, like you dreamed and you just kept following that dream forward. So yeah. you don't know where it's going to lead you, right? It could, could lead you to a fabulous new business. And, oh, for sure. There's more. Right? You, right? Yeah. So awesome. So good. Yeah. And I am pretty excited to see the, the coaching programs that you're coming out with. Cause I know we talked about that too. So stay tuned, yeah. my friends, it's going to be oh, awesome. Thank you so, much. so thank you. Thank you for thank coming you. and hanging out with me. I and, really have fun. Yeah. So everybody make sure you connect 
it's going to be somewhere in the show notes, somewhere around. I sometimes above, sometimes below. Depends on what platform you're on. And connect with Christine and come out to some of the meetings because I would love to see you in, yeah. in some of the online meetings if you're not in Toronto and can't make it. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Um, take care of yourself. You guys take care of yourselves. Everybody stay healthy, right? All right. Peace out, my friend. Hi, my friend. Thanks so much for listening to this entire podcast. If you found it useful and you're like me and you like, like helping others, please feel free to share this. Just give it a like. Give it a comment. If you found something useful in it, there's a chance that someone else will find something useful as well. Also, if you have any questions at all, I can absolutely help and I would love to help. You can email me at heather at prosperityflowcoaching.com. If you want more of this awesome content, you can follow me on Instagram, Heather Stewart Coaching. You can follow me on Facebook, Prosperity Flow Coaching. And I have a personal request. I want to help as many people as I can with these podcasts. And if you could give me a review, hopefully a good one, <laughs> if you could share, if you could send this out into the world, I would truly appreciate it. I hope you have an amazing day. And I hope that you find your way to wellness by getting back to me. Take care, my friend.